Hello and welcome to episode 437 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. Turn those machines back on! Like, I, uh, that's a reference, by the way, to Trading Spaces. If nobody's seen that movie, you should watch it. It's a great... Eddie Murphy, great, Dan Aykroyd. Great 80s movie that is, is somewhat relevant to today's stock market. Yeah, it has a classic ending scene that is basically... I don't... I, like I rewatched that video that you posted, you know, of the, of the ending and was reminded, like, I can't believe they went forward with this. Now you get it, right? Like I remember as a kid, I was like, okay, I don't understand what's happening, but I don't understand stocks because I'm eight or whatever. you know. <laughs> right. Uh, but like, I, I get it. I get that, you know, they, they pulled one over on the, on the old white guys. And, and ruin them somehow. Well, that's stocks for you. That stuff's magic, you know. But even today, watching again, like they they really they really were like, you know what? We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this specific thing about. We're gonna make a reference to stocks, uh, and you know the 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 people that day trade in nineteen eighty six or whenever that movie was made. I feel like it's probably early eighties. Uh, they'll like- get it. Let's see. When was? Let's look. At it, it looks like a, I'm going to guess eighty three. I'm going to guess like eighty. Yeah, uh, I'll guess eighty four. Eighty three. Eighty three. I'm damned. There's a there's a coloration to it. I don't know how to explain it uh, as as you know people. I was our trying to age. like. I couldn't remember when Eddie Murphy like joined SNL and then mm-hmm. like how long it might have taken him to become movie quality caliber you know like yeah i feel like that was when he was not you know like headlining movies yet he was still like a a a great co-star john landis directed that oh yeah of course man let's look up and see i want to see like i want to see his filmography when he first started yeah i want to know like i don't know the order do you think you could say that the first Three or four, five or five movies there. Uh, I would say Trading Spaces first, then Beverly Hills Cop, then Coming totally, to America. You're totally not going to name one of these. Is it one I should know? Is it like a big one? Uh, it's off. It like it. It's a big. It's a big one, but you don't think of it. Oh, because of of the comedy stuff. Huh? It's yeah, I don't know. Hours. Oh, fucking duh! You know that's a movie I've never seen. That was one I yeah. did not. I ever... think I saw another forty-eight hours <laughs> before I saw forty-eight hours. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows the Roxanne scene. You know where he's singing you know it. Roxanne. Yeah, he's just in the jails, just singing it. Um, or prison singing it. Uh, so uh, what? saying that what's the like jail is like the temporary setting right yeah jail is holding you're not you're not charged yet or maybe you are charged until you you haven't been sentenced yet you're in jail and across all forms of government jail is the right terminology because you know like how I don't know, like, you have like detention you know, holding cells, I don't know like how like what determines something as a jail versus something as something else before prison? You know, like what? Oh, uh, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They're, yeah, I don't, you know, like, don't forget the quote correctional facility. <laughs> yeah, you got like, uh, you never know because like sheriffs have maybe like some kind of, and like I figure sheriffs are like jails, but yeah, then yeah, yeah, cops and like uh, police, like jail is where they put troopers. you when they've arrested you or they put you for a while because you maybe you're a danger, you can't make bail or something. Then when you're sentenced, you go to prison or a correctional do, facility. Do each one of the different law enforcement people have their own jail? Like a state trooper, where would they? Yeah, there's got to be right because yeah, there's like you, you. I've heard of like county jail, county lockup, right? Like for sheriffs, city right? jail, but like state troopers, where would they? I mean, like, did they Didn't have? They have uh, yeah, probably because sometimes they have to arrest people that are drunk, right? They've got to. I don't. I don't think that they take them like to the city lockup, especially because you know sometimes there's not a city nearby. Yeah, they surely, surely they have their. They surely they have a jail. Man, it must suck to be like a state trooper for like, you know, just really uh, not uh, urban. Not urban. Am I wanting urban? Am I wanting urban? Are you thinking city? No, no. I'm thinking of like just rural, rural for like a really rural state, like Wyoming or like something that's just like or Arkansas. You know, it's it's like like cities are really sparse. Yeah, you know, or big cities are really you know. So like a state trooper is like. All right, well, I live in, you know, wherever, and I've got to drive, like, fucking... 300 miles to start my day. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, because they got to patrol all the all the yeah. highway. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, it takes all takes all kinds, right? There's a, there's a type of police officer that wants that job. And, you know, if you don't want that job, there are plenty of cities for you to get a city job. If you want to go yeah, beat like- up protesters. <laughs> Be an asshole, sure. I'm there's, there's sure place for you. Law enforcement, like I mean. Well, you know, I'm, you're not joining the state troopers. I, let's just say there's not a lot of ex-vets and uh, ex-mercenary types joining the state troopers. I am curious, like, like maybe they get away with it more, you know? Because, like, like it's so, like, I don't know. Oh, I'm yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm sure they get away with more. Uh, well, bad police behavior, right? Like discrimination and abuse. That would fall under racial profiling. State jurisdiction, I guess, right? Like that would I believe be like, so. Yeah. And marshals exist, right? But oh man, the whole the whole have an uncle law that's a marshal. enforcement tier is yeah. weird. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that doesn't even get into like the the ATF, uh, yeah, ATF which has like their own enforcement wing you know like and then they have there's the fbi which also has like you know they have officers sometimes you know and cia is really more about like central intelligence i mean is it more for internet i mean like i assume there's a lot of home base but i mean like my understanding is that's correct like international affairs and you know the the spy business to put the put the Hollywood spin on it. They wouldn't have. Do they have law enforcement capable? I mean, like not right. I can't. I, mean, I, I mean, you're 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 scraping. <laughs> look, man, I'm going the barrel off of my knowledge of I've seen. All right, like I'm thinking, could they? Can they? I guess they can arrest people. The CIA? Uh, yeah. 
I would presume they can detain like, people. Read your Miranda rights. I don't know Dude, about. No, I don't even. I don't even know. Look, man. There are. Uh, my understanding is there's still international uh, people sitting in fucking Gitmo because oh, it's outside the jurisdiction. We can do what we want. You know, that doesn't even get into like the, um, you know, the JAG or that show JAG. That doesn't even get into the, uh, the military police. It does. Oh my God. Uh, it says police. I don't know. Like Miranda rights apply to police based on who has to read Miranda rights. Google search. It says the police must read the Miranda rights. Uh, Do federal agents. Now, this says law enforcement agents must provide the Miranda warning to anyone they have in custody and plan to interrogate. So, I guess just law enforcement in general. I don't you seem particularly interested in this. Are you Are you trying to figure out, like, <laughs> if, if, I'm going to get arrested soon and I want to figure out which one. No, everybody can hear the pattern that this conversation has taken. It's not like I started out with, all right, how do I get, to, how do I get to this at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> well, well, now I imagine after all this and you like kind of work your way and you're like, okay, well, anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure Justin, I'm pretty sure I've committed a crime um, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like my flow chart over here is like, if Justin asks about it, redirect to here. <laughs> and go back. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, so what's what's going on? What's happening? What's... Oh man, I have so much to talk about, so I'm gonna try and not just blabber for like two hours, but I made a little list and I was like, that's not a little list. It's almost um, like I, oh, we should be doing show notes. <laughs> I have show notes, they're just on my phone. <laughs> Cause I typed them up when I uh This is a this is a reference. So when we started, we started doing Zencaster stuff. I tried to be more professional, and I started using Google Drive to do uh, or Google Docs to do show notes, and like nobody else was putting in any information. It was just me. Yeah, and like the the, the very first, like we did that. I did that one time, and then uh, it was too structured, right? Or something. Yeah, as the conversation progressed, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't, you know, this either. Like the podcast had got on a little long, or I didn't, you know, just didn't have the energy to talk about something. And you were like, well, what about blah blah blah? And I had to be like, I like it better if I can just not bring something up. (laughs) But uh, uh, yeah, so you know getting back to trading places and stock markets uh so for anybody that's not aware there there's some fucky shit going on with the GameStop uh stock and a and Reddit and a particular subreddit called Wall Street Bets which you may have heard of and you know I note that we're recording this on Tuesday the 26th Actually of yeah that is worth noting cuz it's relevant uh, I as have of, not, as of now, it's like $220 a share or something like that. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to lay out the groundwork. Cause like even bringing up wall street bets makes me feel icky because, um, uh, I heard about it at some point, I don't know, a year or so ago. And when oh, I yeah. went in there, it was like, a, it was just like, I mean, it was like a meme subreddit, like lots of memes and like a, a little Got bit a of rocket emojis. Rocket emojis, yeah, uh, attendees and all kinds of, and and frankly, like, um, what's a good word for it? Um, it shitty was, language. 
I don't want to say, is it, would you consider it the Gamergate culture of. uh, Yes, kind of. Kind of. (laughs) I mean, not that bad because all they do is talk about stocks. So, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's places for people to get sexist (laughs) and racist in there somewhere. But for the most part, they stay. What I would say is it's kind of like the 4chan twitch chat energy um they call each other r words uh what else there's something else um i can't even think of there's something else just deplorable that they say but like it's not it's not taken seriously it's you know for the lols uh so you know i saw that and was like okay no thank you i don't know about all the other listeners but i'm trying to figure out what the hell the r word is retard oh okay okay Yeah, right. calling each All other right. that. I've I've definitely seen stuff like that. And again, like there's some. But regardless, it's like a. It's it's. I mean, it's kind of toxic in that way. Um, right, right, right. So right. like when I saw it, I was like, I remember when it what popped up is because what people will do is they'll like post. You know, if they went all in on some calls or something, it's a stock market subreddit. I should say it's basically like a gambling day trader subreddit, but run by like teenagers and twenty year old dudes. Um who are like using Robin hood, which is an app that lets you do free t- trades. Um, and people will like, I mean, it, it, they kind of got in the news like a year ago because some guy had basically bet like way more money than he like uh, had lost a million dollars that he didn't have. Uh, and Robin hood ended up having to do some restructuring because of that. Cause like, you can't, you can't, you can't pay off that. And you know, who's stuck with, trying to figure all that out i don't know robin hood it was like a glitch i think or something some kind yeah, of there was a glitch that people kind of figured out and we're, we're pulling some stuff but like it's a subreddit where people will like go all like go all in on a a call option or something and you know either they lose a ton of money or they like hit big and get like you know multi-thousand returns but anyway the point is is it all looked like a bunch of silly shit and i got into the stock market when the stock market crashed uh around march because i had some savings and i was like okay i'm gonna i'm not i'm gonna you know ignore that because that's gambling i'm going to put some put some money and i've talked about this before and i did that uh, and I subscribe to the subreddit investing, which is a very like old school, you know, what's some safe investments? You know, they talk like long-term um, serious discussion type stuff, but it's very, you know, the wall street bets stuff will kind of leak over into our investing. And I just kind of ignore it most of the time. But I heard about this thing with GameStop. GameStop has a stock, you know, you know, if you're not familiar with GameStop, it's, I mean, you should be, it's a, it's a video game a uh, brick and mortar store that has been doing terrible the last several years as people go digital and whatnot. And obviously uh, COVID um, has kind of fucked them even worse. And, you know, you can make an argument that they're, they're worth being fucking because of how little they would give on used goods and this, that, and the other. So their stock was like really low. Uh, and somehow someone, I don't know. I don't know if this is like, I, I there's a lot about this I don't know, to be quite honest with you. Um, I've been reading what I can, but basically there's a big uh, financial institution that went big on a short sale uh, on the stock. Basically, you know, they, they again, like I apologize because if you know anything about this stuff, I'm going to sound like an idiot because I am an idiot when it comes to this stuff. I don't 
I, I don't even know how to talk about it properly. But basically, they you made a bet. They made right. a giant bet position that GameStop's stock will end at a low price at the end of January. And for some reason, I don't know if that's just something, I don't know if they put it out there as like, because they're like a financial institution. They're like, Hey, we think that this is going to happen, you know, as like advice or something, or just something that you find out if you can look into it, maybe it's all public knowledge. And so these, uh, dumbasses at <laughs> wall street bets were like, Hey, let's all buy this stock, drive it up. And then at the end of the month, that's what they're going to have to pay so that they can fill the orders based on this because basically like they have to they have to sell no they have to buy the stock at the end of the month so that they can fulfill what they said that they would have like whatever whenever they took the position basically it's like this way of saying like i think you know three months however ahead of time i'm going to say that i can sell it at this price and then um you're able to buy it at a lower price uh and you make money that way. So this has been happening for like the last couple of weeks. And if you look at the stock, um, it was just five days ago. Shit, even a month ago. A month ago, it was $14 a share. Today, it closed at, a, what, $146? Basically... The last, like, I mean, five days ago, it was $36 a share. And then Wall Street Bets got a hold of all this information and was like, let's drive the stock up and it'll ruin this company and we'll all make money. It could go up to a thousand, you know, and like they're about like grouped their efforts. And I say Reddit, it's also Twitter and people on TikTok, apparently, um, where I see it's on Reddit. And so I just kept hearing about it and I, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> and yesterday morning, I got up. I tried to buy the stock when it was $60 a share. I tried to buy $1,000 worth at $60 a share. I put it in order. Well, the fucking market's open at 9.30 Eastern. I'm not awake until 6.30. So I get up and I see that the, the share is up to $90, but my order didn't get filled. I, again, like I said, not quite sure how it all works, presumably because the orders are filled in order. And, you know, the, the price that I set to buy it at was too low at that point. Uh, but I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And then I was watching and it was bouncing up and down, man. It was like, I, I bought it. And then literally 45 minutes later, or no, 30 minutes later, before I got in the shower, it was up to like $140. Uh, and I was like, man, I should really sell that. And then I got in the shower and I got back out and it dropped down to like uh, $100, $100 and shares have been halted because of all the volume. And so I kind of was like agonizing over it. And then I was like, this is, this is too much. I can't, <laughs> I can't agonize over this. So I sold off when it was right about $90 again, when I bought in. And then I just forgot about it until uh, lunch. I was kind of doing some reading and then just was like, you know what? Fuck it again. <laughs> Cause it had dropped down to $70 and I put my thousand dollars back into it. Um, and I'm going to see what happens. Apparently like the, the last trading day of the month is uh, Friday. And the what the what the idiots are saying is that they're the the stock is like if we all hold on to the stock and keep buying, it will go like it could go up to like a thousand dollars a share or something ridiculous as the 
this large investment firm has to then literally are forced to buy whatever price it is. And then, you know, all these people that went in big on it will make all this money. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like I'm an idiot for even putting any money on it. Um, I mean, I could, I could, I could sell it tomorrow for like a nice, basically like double my money at this point. Um, but I kind of want to let it ride. I feel like, and like you can do some reading. There's a slate article I sent you. Um, I'll, I'll tweet it out after I, uh, post this podcast uh that kind of breaks down why it is and why it's like i mean these people the the people on the subreddit are trying to argue that like this is the power of the people versus you know wall street like this is this is occupy wall street this is let's tear this institution down this could practically ruin this company um again caveat i don't know i really don't know much about this i'm i'm along for the ride i want to see what happens um yeah, a thousand, and and it's not like a thousand dollars isn't a lot of money to me. I've 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 just been able to like keep some savings, and yes, I have a retirement account that's separate. This was amount of this was an amount of money I just wanted to like just gamble. I just want to see, you know, what if, what if it, what if I can sell it at ten times, you know? Um, we'll we'll see what happens, and so I don't know. Um, you know, the, this is the subreddit. I remember Tesla at the beginning of the year was like worth a 10th of what it, what it is now, or, or I don't even know a 20th. I have no idea, you know, and these, this subreddit was like, buy Tesla, buy Tesla. And, you know, if I had bought Tesla back then, and, and that's the problem with the stock market. Um, you sent me a text earlier today about a stock that you sold and you took like a, a five times profit or a, you like, you sold it for five times what you bought it. Right. Um, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Sorry. You haven't said anything in a while. Well, I was like, oh, God. I, I, I mute my mic while you're talking because I don't okay. want to like, clear my throat or anything while you're, okay. while you're talking. Uh, and like, you know, and, and now, you know, you you sold it when it was 250 You bought it when it was 50 cents. And now it's like 12.36 and you sent me $12.36 and you sent me a text being like, ugh, you know, with regret. Yeah. But and it's not like you don't know that hindsight is 2020. 20. You know, the, the thing about stocks is you can look at a stock and see when it was at its lowest and when it was at its highest and dream about, man, if I had bought it when it was $12 and sold it when it was $800, but you don't know when it's at its lowest and you don't know when it's at its highest. That's all hindsight. You just, you don't know what's going to happen. So it's like the, it's like the Oasis song says, you can't but look back in anger. You just got to be happy. You took your five times. Um, and move on to the next one. And, you know, I don't, I'm not going to be one of these, uh, people that throws all of my savings into some big call auction in the hope that I can like multiply it by a hundred or something. Uh, this is just something I want to play around with. You know, I've got, I've got most of my, you know, like I said, I've got a separate attire retirement account. That's all in, you know, proper bonds and ETFs. And I've got most of even this like savings, what I would consider, you know, liquid assets in some ETFs. And I've done pretty well this year. I bought, a, I put some money into some stocks. I bought Southwest Airlines and I'm up 50% on the year of what I put into that. Just, you know, I just, I'm playing around with it. Um, I say play around with it, you know, like I'm, I'm being safe with most of my money. And now, now I want to play around with a little bit of this day trading bullshit, but I got to tell you, I'm on, um, Ameritrade, uh, and I'm getting a little annoyed with Ameritrade because you'll send me screenshots of, of stuff. And it's just like, like it just Ameritrade like has like a stodgy way it displays its data. Like today I was looking to see 
uh, but, um, a, a farm a pharmaceutical stock that you had sent me that I put like a hundred dollars into. Um, it's like three hundred percent right now, and I tried to look at it and see like why is it three hundred percent? Because it's the three hundred percent that it's at with the amount of money I have in it is not like is not like three times the the amount I would have put into it because I always like put like round numbers into stocks like a hundred you know five hundred whatever. Uh, and it would not like, there's no way that I can find in the, the Ameritrade app to like click on a stock and have it tell me like when I bought it, what price I bought it. Because some of these pharma stocks, you know, like, I think what like they'll, they'll like restructure or get something happens again. Like there's a lot I don't understand about stocks. Like I'm pretty sure this thing, the stock of mine, like it got renamed or something like that or restructured. Uh, or like with the reverse of a split or something. And so I don't think my actual position on it is 300%. I think if anything, I may just be back to where I bought the fucking thing at. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Do you Have you noticed that kind of irregularity when you're looking at a stock like that? I mean... Like if you've held one for months. Sometimes I'll feel like I see a stock disappear and then I don't understand what happened to it. And then like... Oh, yeah. Well, what, what you need to probably do is... Uh, it, like I've noticed where like I'll be like uh, when I look at Robin Hood, it'd be like, yeah, I can't tell you when you bought this, how much you paid for it, whatever. Okay, so okay, maybe that's so. What you have to issue. do is you have to basically do a Google search for the stock ticker, and then usually you'll find where um, I had one specifically that was is uh, KTRA. Yeah, that's and the I, one. And it was actually DMCI is. Uh, is what it used to be. Okay. And I guess, so you got to find, like, if you look up stuff about it, you find out, like, there's, like, an initial, I guess, entry stock mm-hmm. when a company gets on the stock market, and after so much time, it becomes an actual stock. So, like, they're called, like, common stocks, I believe. I don't know. I looked it up at one time about how, you know, certain stocks are, like, if you go look up... um if you search under Robin hood for pharma and you start looking through all that stuff, you'll find like, there's a whole bunch of cheap stocks that you can't buy. Uh, I don't know. I, it's like, I guess because there are certain there, I don't know. They're like penny stock. They're like yeah, 20 cent stocks, 30 cent stocks that you can't buy. I don't know if it's because they enough time hasn't elapsed for them to become a full fledged stockers. I don't know. It's it's re- I went and looked started looking up and started understanding a little bit about it, but then I was like, whatever, I don't care. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I can't buy it. I don't want. I don't really, whatever you know. Because I really want to try to get in on IPOs, so I could get oh, in. Yeah, yeah. At, at the at the cheaper pricing of a company that I believe in. Like, I was looking up stuff for like, uh, I had heard about a elevator company called Otis. Elevator like makes elevators. Yeah, like huh. they were making, and like I was, and it was like the first time they were going to be on the stock market or something like blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. I wonder how much they're going to price at. Right. And uh, I saw something when when Chewy. I don't know if you know what Chewy is. Chewy is a pet company, like oh, a pet. Okay. It's a. It was an online only. Right. Uh, pet company, and my mom used to buy stuff all through them every all the time. Huh. And so I was like, all right. Well, when they become, when they get on there I, w- I want to know how much they price and i i don't know i just it's hard for me to like invest in companies that start off at a certain price mm-hmm. 
I don't know why. I guess because I'm always in the mindset of like it's easier. It could it's go down. For to, for, well, it's easier for me to double my money at cheaper stocks than it is expensive stocks. Yeah, is I hear what you're saying. Sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, I think that's why you got into pharma stocks and why you kind of got me into pharma stocks because you were like looking for ones that were, I mean, initially it was like ones that are under a dollar, you know, yeah. it feels like, and it's so dumb, right? Like it's like, cause you're really good with money uh, and, and numbers and whatnot. Um, but even I feel stupid, but for some reason it feels good when you can buy like 600 shares of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, like, you know, it's and like, yeah. Cause I like, I bought Microsoft over the summer. I was like, you know what? I want a few shares of Microsoft. I'm going to put, I'll, I'll tell you how much, um, what am I up? Okay. So I was like, yeah, I'll, uh, I was like, yeah, I want to buy some Microsoft. How much is Microsoft? Oh, it's like $200 a share. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, and I wanted to buy like, I don't know, like maybe $600 or something worth. So I ended up with like six shares of Microsoft. <laughs> I think, uh, I think Robinhood introduced the whole fractional buying of shares. Oh because, yeah. 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 Because you of Tesla and Amazon. Like yeah. and Apple, I think I, I, at the time, like, you had all these popular stocks that were like four hundred, five hundred dollars a share, and it's like, right. I mean, like, do you want to say I own one share of <laughs> Tesla or Apple, and like you watch, and it's like it gone up five dollars today, and you're like, yeah, I made five dollars off of one, sh-. like, right? Do you want to own like five hundred shares of something, right? And it goes up a nickel, and you're like, man, I made ten dollars today, like, like I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The multiplication on that is exciting yeah and then like you know like we talked about i bought i bought 600 shares of this 50 cent stock i sold it at 255 felt pretty good about it i'm sure at the time yeah i was all like shit yeah i made five you know five times my money back out of it and i was thinking it was like i wish i would have put a thousand into it and then i could have made five thousand oh yeah that's always the regret right there's you're never not going to regret something when it comes to stocks which is why that that that's why I I'm thinking like you know you're never not going to regret something so you might as well just try not to regret any of it. <laughs> well, what I don't get is like why anybody would go to a casino when you can do this because, because <laughs> I've been kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, like the worst case scenario is is what you're. I mean, I will say it's like being able to to watch as the dealer flips over a card and being able to be like, yeah, I'm out. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, because what you can, you can watch. You're right. You can get in and out at any time. Yeah. You can. So like, if you feel like, oh crap, you know, this stock is going to tank and you can jump out at least at, you know, at partially a percentage of the way out. Right. Uh, and be like, all right, I lost two hundred dollars. You know what? Instead of being like, I'm gonna bet a thousand and hope I can get a thousand back. You know, like, yeah, yeah, so- yeah. On like, yeah, one go or whatever. And obviously, the answer to the, your question is that you know, casinos have pretty lights and 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 colors, and you know, you can you can spend three hours, you know, spending two hundred dollars. Um, That's what I don't. But I like- agree entirely. Like, it's kind of like a time thing in a way. Like, why would I want to go to a casino and try to, you know you know, have to, have to be skilled, right? Like if I'm going to sit down at blackjack or poker or something, otherwise I'm just literally taking a chance on a, on a slot machine and feel like a slot machine is completely out of my hands when I can, there's a little bit of like smug 
I know you get this feeling you got to where you're like, you look into the company a little bit like a farming. You're like, you know what? I like the idea of what they're, what they're doing here. You know, yeah. you put some money in and then it goes up 50%. You're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I, I, I'm always recommending to you, like all these ones I see that are in clinical trials. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's like you betting on the, you're like, you're like, look, these people are about to come out with an Xbox, you know, like, right. like you know, or like, that's yeah. Idea is that they're going to come out with something that will change something, you know, will change medicine. Uh, and I, the only reason I get into pharma is because you look at all the other pharmaceutical companies and they're like so expensive. Oh, like the popular, like the known ones, the Pfizer's. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I mean, I mean, I see a lot of them that are 50, 70, you know, whatever. Right. Right. And um, so I'm like, you know, I, I just like, you look could at be investing people. in the next 50 or 70. Yeah. And assuming so, you don't sell when it's 10 or yeah, assuming you don't sell when it's 255. <laughs> I, I beg you to stop looking at that bingo stock. <laughs> Cause yeah. what if it goes, oh, I, just I continue took it off my tracker. And then <laughs> yeah, now, right. I will check on it just to be like, cause I want to be like, yes, yes. I was so yes. Finally it crashed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fantasy football. When you, when you decide like, not to draft a player or when you decide to draft a, or to uh, trade a player or drop them, you're, you're, you're suddenly, you want them to be shitty. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I, 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 but what's, what's bad about it is me and you haven't hit uh, our taxes yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to well, look like. I sold on December 30th and I think that's, that was ooh. the last day it stopped. Yeah. Taxes. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out. But yeah, I, mean, I, I sold a stock or in the only stocks I sold last year, uh, I think was because I sold uh, that stock we were just talking about. I sold my shares in, this year. And then um, last I had the, the one pharma stock where mine it went up like 500 percent. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take some gains because that's the thing is like I've done really well in the stock market. I haven't technically made any of that money, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why uh, stock, taxes shouldn't shouldn't hit you on anything, any gains. Now, from what I understand, Biden is wanting to push some capital gains taxes. Uh, so it may hit us in the future um, because I've seen I mean, I've been, you know, my brother in law has been kind of, you know, he he's the one that kind of got me on uh, Bitcoin. So I've got I've got some positions in uh, crypto in the crypto market, and we've just been learning a lot Um he 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 uh, sent me this YouTube channel. This um, what is the channel? It's a uh, Trader University. This guy puts up like videos kind of every day, talking about what he thinks about what's going on. And it's very like just like it's very user friendly for someone like me. You know, he talks through and he gives you the evidence. And something he was talking about with Bitcoin is something you can do with stocks. Now I had no idea you could do this. So apparently, you can actually take loans out against your stock positions and that way instead of like so the idea being that like you can hang on to that stock like if you believe in that stock if you're long on the stock you don't want to sell you want to keep gaining so take a loan out on it and then five years later you've still got all of your position on the stock it's gone up however much you can pay off on that loan so you know it's a way of the idea of like keeping an asset. It's like a, it's like a, it's like 
paintings, you know, paintings like from famous painters, a lot of people like literally put their savings into paintings because, you know, the market's going to continue to go up. Someone's going to pay, you know, however many millions more on that later. So he was this, this website, this guy was talking about, like, you wouldn't even end up selling your Bitcoin in the future. You know, he believes that eventually banks will let you loan against that because it's an asset. Um, you can't yet. Um, so you wouldn't want to sell that at any point, just leaning, you know, lean against it. And I don't know, again, lots of stuff. I need to do a lot more reading. Please do not take, I mean, I hope I haven't given any advice, <laughs> but, but please do not assume I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm kind of an idiot playing with my own savings. By, by, by all uh, blockbuster stock. <laughs> and, uh, I will say that the, uh, the, the, the fools, I don't know. I keep going. The people on wall street bets are saying that, um, blackberry stock. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, AMC are the next ones to get in on. I don't know. AMC I'll get in on. Right. Yeah. Cause they but were, blackberry? Oh my God, you want to talk about hindsight when you mentioned AMC and I, and they, I've been seeing them talk about it. Like, yeah, if you had bought that like two weeks ago, who boy, you'd be doing pretty good. But at the same time, it'll probably go back up. And that was the thing I, and I kind of kicking myself, Matt, because, uh, back when this, when the pandemic was going on, people were saying like, okay, some of these theater chains are going to have to just fold, but yeah. the ones that don't, are going to be doing pretty damn good. You know what I mean? And AMC, I, I, I meant to like put a little money into a few of these like AMC and just kind of, you know, kind of hoping for the best. Right. Um, yeah. Didn't do it. Well, oh, well. Well, it's like uh, the travel stuff, right? Like- right. That's exactly why I invested in uh, Southwest Airlines. Cause people, cause the, the, the airline stocks were all down, but kind of one of the old truisms is like, you don't really want to invest in airlines. They don't, their stocks don't do great just in general, but uh, I, I read an article that was like, if you're going to invest in anything, Southwest Airlines has the best financials. They have the best future. You know, they've got a good market cap. Um, so I did, and I'm happy I did. All right, moving on to Ooh, the next boy. topic. After that, um, you're fine. This could go on forever. We could. I don't know. Yeah, I just I feel like I'm just blabbing and blabbing. Right, I'm really interested about, in it right now. We're doing a 24 hour podcast right now. Folks. <laughs> All right. Next topic. I wanted to circle back around to the, the mouse situation. Cause I don't, uh, first oh, of all, right. yes, Matt, I did take the other three mice back. If you listen closely, uh, listeners, you can probably hear all the mice in the background. <laughs> they made babies. They look little USB dongles. Um, <laughs> The mini USBs right now. Right, uh, exactly. You know, mini mice that like people use for laptops and stuff. I yeah, I've got one of those. That's what I was using in between trying to figure out my mouse situation. Uh, I did. I ended up taking. I ended up going with the the Logitech G five hundred two, the wireless one. This was one that I talked about that I did not like when I plugged it in. The wireless wasn't working great, and then it had a button. That uh, for like next to the left mouse click, it had actually two buttons that'll let you like raise and lower the uh, the DPI. And I was kind of hitting that on accident a couple times. And I just, it didn't have a good feel to it for me. But I ended up trying a Razer mouse that is actually like the direct competitor to it. I can't think of what it's called right now. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's either the Death Adder or the, uh, the Viper, I think. But, uh, and I realized that like, yeah, okay, this one's not really doing it for me either. Um, but it's, I liked, I realized that I liked the feel of that, like the shape of that. I was getting 
comfortable and used to that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try the, the Logitech again because I still had it, you know, and I didn't have any issues with the wireless at that point. And I really liked not having a wire. I didn't realize how much the wire was annoying me with my my, my desk setup because I've got like a, um, a stand here for my monitors. And it was kind of, I don't know, I was enjoying the, the, the wireless from my uh, from my laptop mouse that I was using. So I tried that again and the wireless was working great, had a good feel to it and I haven't been hitting those buttons. So that's, that's the one I've been using and I've really been, really been enjoying this. Um, I just have to like plug it in once a week for it to charge overnight. Um, And then speaking of uh, computer related things, I uh, last week I was, you know, I work at my computer desk all day. I work from home. And, um, I have a, a, a Bose Bluetooth speaker that I bought years ago when I got my own office, uh, at my old job. And yeah, it's a good speaker. It's a great speaker. Been using the speaker, been enjoying the speaker. And I was sitting here and I was like, you know what? I sit here all day and I want stereo sound. And it kind of like opened up a little rabbit hole part of my brain that I just never bothered with because I'm, I've been... I kind of talked with uh, uh, Alex uh, Govier on Twitter about this. Like I've been a headset guy when I'm sitting at my computer. Uh, I don't know, like 10 years now at this point, I think I like didn't had like lap up computer speakers that I had in a box when you and I lived together and was just like, it's just not something I need or use. I just assume put a headset on, um, but I was sitting here and I was like, you know, and it's something I could have done while working since I work on my own personal computer at this point. But I like I just kind of like having not having the headset on and I like having my podcast app on my phone and playing from there. It's just better to keep that separate. But I was like, you know what? I bet they make a nice set of stereo speakers um, that are Bluetooth capable because I still wanted to connect to Bluetooth. I started looking around and I was realizing, you know what? I haven't had like speakers connected to my computer in years. And a few, a couple years ago, I got really into high quality audio, uh, like lossless uh, dot flack audio files and, you know, ripping um, my music collection and, and, and downloading from Bandcamp, um, kind of collecting a little uh, lossless audio. I bought some really nice uh, headphones a couple years ago and I bought a, a an amplifier on uh, uh, Erica Belsauce's because uh, she's really into good audio. And I was like, how can I like, you know, get my audio better? And she was like, oh, you want to get an amplifier, um, just a USB amplifier uh, that powers the, the headphones. And that was just like, oh, such good audio. Like, really amazing and i've been enjoying that and i was like you know i kind of want that from a speaker setup so anyway long story short (laughs) is i end up buying the audio engine hd3 it's uh two speakers there's no subwoofer uh this this particular model they were like you know you could get there's a there's a connector for a subwoofer but you don't really need a subwoofer unless you just really want some like banging bass and i'm not i'm not like a big fan of really bassy music anyway so uh these are they're probably like six inches by five inches by four inches and just a really say, man huh if you uh you're gonna be cutting out half your music if you just if you listen to just the drum part you know <laughs> what from drum and bass you can no. 
<laughs> cut out half half the part of it. Hey, oh, it'll it'll just it'll just be. Where's the bass at on this? I don't understand. Oh, it's got. I mean, it's got. It's got a woofer. It's not a. It's not a subwoofer. You know, it's got. It was a dad joke. All right, let's move on. It's got the. Sorry. Um. I get I get in my headspace and then like I'm like you you throw a joke at me and I'm like huh what, uh, <laughs> but uh it's a it's a pretty nice pair you know like speakers are kind of one of those things that you can buy for fifty dollars or you can spend five thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, I do not believe that I have the 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 ear uh, fidelity to hear five thousand dollars speakers, so I bought wow, a we're, we're too old for that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't. I can't even hear up into like a frequency range anymore, you know. Um, so I bought I bought a nice three hundred fifty dollar pair of speakers. Um, they got a Bluetooth capability. They I, I connect them to my computer. I've actually got my Switch dock set up connected to my computer right now, so I've got the sound out to that. I've been playing a lot of Hades, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, but I've really been enjoying it. Just, just having like a really, like it's basically I've got a little, a little hi-fi system on my desk and I've just been really enjoying having a high quality, high quality audio, uh, system. I know you can speak to that. You've got a, a nice older, uh, vinyl slash stereo system in your house. And it's just nice having like really crisp, high quality audio coming out of some speakers. On your desk. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know about you, but I mean, like, I prefer, I prefer to, it, it, only if I'm playing Counter-Strike do I wear my headphones. Okay. Where I need to actually hear stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd never use my headphones for Overwatch because it's like, oh, I huh. mean, I mean, like, I don't know how, like, people aren't really sneaking up on, I mean, like. I mean, Mostly there's a, there's a footstep, there's a footstep, footstep sound system in that game that yeah. I would, I would only want to use my headphones with if I were, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Well, yeah, like you said, you play Counter-Strike, but that's because the footsteps and the sound is so important in that. But I would say the same thing for, for Overwatch, you know, I've played I mean, enough of it. Like I can tell when, an, when a Reaper is running around on a level above me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, usually, well. Usually, yeah. Usually, you just hear the teleport sound, and you're like, "All right, there's some, some motherfuckers you want to try." But to sometimes, yeah, like you want to be able to hear that at your at your periphery. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you wouldn't you wouldn't watch like a movie or a television show with your headset on. Nah, I don't care about it enough. I mean, yeah. like, I would just I just got some I got some desk some crappy desktop speakers that right. I'll just pull through. Yeah, uh, I've actually been really surprised because I bought them I bought them mostly to listen to um, while I'm working. Um, but I've really been enjoying just kind of listening to, you know, playing my switch with that. I, I, I had, I was using a set, a headset to play my switch before, but like, I really have been enjoying, especially because they're the kind of speaker set where you don't, it doesn't pick which, um, input you're using at any time. They're just all on if they're on. So like I can have something playing on a podcast while at the same time as like having the switch audio coming out of them while at the same time, if I wanted as having, you know, Spotify playing, if I wanted to. And I like that. Um, it's just, it's just been really nice. I've been using them a lot more than I, than I thought I would just, you know, it's been a nice little, especially as we continue, 
through the pandemic waiting to get vaccinated. It's, it's been nice. Just a little, little bright spot. Um, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Hades. Hades is a game that I got into. I bought back in November and really kind of bounced off. I'm sure I talked about it on the podcast um, talked about it two times already. Yeah. Really bounced off that game. And then just kind of like, just been like making myself go back to it because I, I was like, I think there's something here that I can enjoy. But honestly, like mea culpa, it was like difficult in a way that I was not enjoying. And it just felt like runs took so long, but I finally, like I read a, I read a guide and kind of like looked at some, there's some, there's some like permanent upgrades that you can play around with and respec, you know, kind of got that got that in order and everything like in this last week has just like clicked and i'm just really enjoying playing that game it's it's a lot easier it's it's like it's like something just clicked and like the enemies are much less difficult than they used to be the bosses are less difficult i'm getting further and further each time i'm enjoying the weapons differently i'm really finding some synergies with the boons that you get on a run and uh really been en- enjoying that and I'm I'm in it to win it man that this this game has like a long tail it's I'm just there's a lot of hours you can put into it enjoyably and I'm just really glad to finally be enjoying this game that has kind of been like this universal game of the year for a lot of people um uh I also uh, I, I, I I'm sure I talked about Hitman the last time we podcasted I think I had no. just started that no. oh, I oh so. okay I started playing Hitman 2 which is a game I picked up in a uh, black Friday sale for a cool $10. And I was like, you know what? It wasn't something I'd ever thought I'd play. It just didn't seem like the kind of game I would, I would be into um, those kinds of like stealth focused games. I always find, I just get frustrated because like I'll, I'll, I'll fail the stealth, fail the stealth and then end up having to like go guns blazing. And I just feel like a failure and it's just not as, you know, they're not, a, those kind of games aren't meant to be as fun when you do go guns blazing, but start up Hitman two and, uh, kind of blaze through it in about a week. Um, there's not a whole lot of levels there. Uh, it's, it's definitely a game where they expect you to replay levels. Uh, one point it was episodic. I thought, right. Like yeah, actually. Was... Yeah. So the, uh, so this, this was kind of a relaunch uh, of the series. What's, what's his name? Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah, had him in there. I think like you were supposed to, or like maybe. Were, yeah, no, like, I think they added him to like, yeah, liberty yeah. people. So twenty sixteen, Hitman, just Hitman. I, I, I. This is sarcasm, but I fucking love when they relaunch a video game series and just call it the original name again. Yeah, um, I. It's hard to figure out which genre. Which, yeah, when which I say version. Hitman, I'm not talking about the one that came out in 2001 or whenever. You know, the first one. They had several Hitman before. Oh, they had tons. Yeah, B- Blood Money, something Contract. Yeah, they've they've been making them through the years, and then they did a they did a little relaunch in 2016 with a new company, IOI Interactive, and they relaunched by making it episodic. Uh, so they were selling them for like I don't know five or ten dollars a piece. And the first one was just like this one big level. Um, and the idea, like the idea behind it and, and the, and the sequel is that you, you play the level and you get your targets, but then you go back and there's all kinds of challenges and things you can do. There's different ways to assassinate your target. Um, and all kinds of that. I didn't really care to do any of that. I pretty much just pushed through the game, uh, 
and felt pretty satisfied with all that. I, I went back a couple times on the first level and uh, Jennifer's actually picked it up and played a few of the, uh, the challenges and it's, and it's cool. There's, there's all kinds of stuff like the, the first level on, in uh, the sequel Hitman two is in this um, like mansion on a beach in New Zealand. And you go in before there's anybody there and you find this data you're looking for. And then it triggers a cutscene where the target, uh, arrives back at home and she's got like a whole cadre of, of bodyguards that kind of go into the mansion. And it's like a good trainer level for stealthing around people, you know, and killing people when no one else sees that so that you can like hide the body and maybe take an outfit, you know, kind of learn the ins and outs of the game. And uh, when I did the level, I just like waited for these people to go through this little, Oh, actually that's not true. The first time I did that level, um, accidentally got found and so it triggered all the uh, the guards and so they like they run your target off base to try and protect her so i had to just like walk up on them and kill all the guys and kill her and then you leave in a boat but then i went back and i was like i'm gonna try and do this proper and if you wait like they've really programmed a lot of fun interactions and like like realistic conversations between the characters so you know i was like oh that's kind of cool yeah i still don't really it's <laughs> It doesn't give me the urge to like go back through any of these and do them again, but it's a great, it was a fun game. I, I, you know, thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. There's, there's um, all kinds of challenges and ways that you take on identities to try and get to your target. And then it's, you know, satisfying to kill the people. Most of the time they're douchebags, you know, they're, they're awful people. So, you know, they make it satisfying to take them out, but uh, that's, that's Hitman two. I recommend it. Um, finished up the boys season two. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. You know, I was complaining last week um, that it, it felt a little, I don't know, it just wasn't grabbing me. Some of the things that were happening felt a little unbelievable. And I'm not going to say that all that cleans up, but I will say that the series gets a lot better in the second half uh, of the, of season two. Uh, there's uh a lot of like, I, I did not like the character of the deep in the first season and the beginning of this season, they spend a lot of time with them. I'm like, come on, let's, can we get over this guy? Nobody gives a shit, you know, but he's that, that guy, that actor is so fucking funny as that character playing him as a total himbo uh, character. It's just like, I, I, by the end of that season, I was like, oh yeah, I need to see more of this guy. This guy's such a, dumbass i mean i don't know how much enjoyable he'll be now that he's you know this is spoilers but now that he's out of the the scientology uh, cult but just a lot of hilarious stupid shit that happens with him um that i enjoyed i i enjoyed some of the twists and turns i enjoyed where they uh end the season because shows like this i always worry when you know they start in a place at the beginning of a season and then they'll bring in this character and they'll bring in that character. And I always worry that they're going to kill off all the people they bring in. And we're basically going to end back where we started. And I feel like they did a good job of not like it, you know, like the, the boys again, spoilers, the boys are no longer on the run. You know, the, 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 the black guy, I can't remember his name. Um, Mamba and no, black. What is his name? What is his fucking name? Say- Mother, mother milk. Mother? Yeah, he's got like a nickname kind of thing. Mother's milk. 
Isn't it mother's Mother's milk or something? uh, I don't think that's what they call him. Uh, He gets to go back to his family. Um, Frenchie and the the mute girl go off. Um, All their, you know, they're no longer on the run. Uh, I like his his name is Mother's Milk. Oh. And it says he has a real name, Marvin T. Milk. Maybe they, do they just, I don't don't know why I can't think of them calling him any of those names. Maybe Marvin. Call him M.M. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why I couldn't remember initials. But uh, I liked the twist with the senator. Did not see that coming at all. Uh, I like my my thing. I had a real big problem with that. Yeah, because there's this because of the scene where they're doing the um, in the courtroom. The courtroom. Yeah, I'm all like nobody sees her. Like. How how is she able to do all this while this shit's going on? And like somebody's writing, like uh, she's doing it in front of cameras, and like yeah, like at the end, yeah. I mean, I would get away with it if her eyes didn't do anything. Yes, yes, end. I thought of, I thought That's the same thing, Matt. I was I was gonna let it go, but I agree entirely, and I think it's a stylistic mistake. I think it's literally just like a mistake they make. I think that they wanted because there's a scene at the end of the series where. Uh, this character's head explodes one more time. Um, but basically, in this season, characters' heads will explode, and seemingly, and like no one knows why. There's there's a scene early on where they're talking to this CIA lady, and her fucking head explodes, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And they just like get the fuck out of there, like scanner style, just blows up. Uh, and then there's a there's a scene where uh, these people are about to dish on the company Vought that owns the blue formula that makes superheroes and in this courtroom scene that's like on live on c-span and people's heads just start exploding it's this like horrifically gory kind of hilarious fucking scene and it turns out that the senator is the cause of it and at the end they they kill this character with its head exploding and you're like oh god here we go again are they going to tell us who it is and then they cut to the senator lady standing you know like standing like outside of the person's house and they show her eyes are all white and milky, you know, as if to show like, oh, she's the one that can do it. Problem with that is she's in the courtroom scene, like running for her life, worried that her head's going to explode. And, you know, OK, so she was the one doing that and she was covering herself. But they, there's no explanation for why her eyes didn't need to be white during that whole scene, which she's like literally blowing heads up left and right with her mind. So, yeah, it's it's a big mistake. I think that they wanted to make it clear that she was the one that was doing it at the end. And they, I guess they just, you know, the problem is that they wrote themselves into a corner because in the scene in the courtroom, it's obvious that like, Oh, she can do that without giving any indication that she can do that. So it, you're right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a problem. Uh, but at the same time, I was so like, wow, it was her, you know, it's particularly funny because this show likes to do a lot of parodies and satires. So like they basically had a Scientology cult and the senator I'm talking about is basically uh, Alexandria um, Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, and it's kind of like this really funny thing. And, you know, they and it ends with the, the Huey like going to work for her completely unbignosely. But yeah. Uh, I like I like where this I like where the season ended. I actually turned to Jennifer and I was like, you know, they could end the series here. It actually it ends in a good place for a lot of these characters. But I already know that they're doing a season three, and of course, it's popular enough. Of, you know, of course, they're not just going to do two seasons. Um, 
At the same time, you know, when a series doesn't end in the same fucking place that it began, uh, that makes me more interested to see what they do in the following season. You know, I like variety. I like storylines shifting and going in new directions. I want to see what happens with the Senator Lady. I want to see what happens with Huey and the Senator Lady. I, I want to see what happens with Starlight. You know, she no longer has to be a... They've, they've got some dirt on Homelander. Uh, we'll have to see where that goes. But uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it ended up pretty good. Um, and do you want to talk about WandaVision? I, I mean, I, I was telling people that my, my biggest problem is that they're like 25 minute episodes mm-hmm. and I would be happier if they were one hour episodes and the first half was the shittiness mm-hmm. and the second half was the good stuff. Like, because I feel like you watch tw- like 22, 23 minutes of stuff of this, like, you know, uh, let's make a parody of like, you know, TV through the ages. Yeah. Sitcoms. And it's 20, 20 something minutes of that. And then like two minutes of actually revealing the plot of yep. everything. And it, it's like, yeah. And you don't get enough of that because it's just like, oh, here's a little tidbit. Boop. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. And then like the next episode's like, ah, more more TV through the ages. And then right. the last few minutes is like, boop, here's some more of that stuff that we were talking about in the last episode. And it's like, look, the reason why Marvel movies were so good is because you had two hours to develop a fucking story. Yeah. Like, well, through, not like, only that, okay. but there's not a Marvel movie that exists in this weird, you know, whatever fucking weird lost alternate dimension, you know, mind trap that this show takes place in, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. like, I'm, if this show, if this show was one hour long, and like I said, it was thirty minutes of, you know, we're doing the whole TV thing, blah blah blah, but then it's thirty minutes of them revealing like behind the scenes or like what's going on and all this kind of stuff that would be better because yeah. I, I get more, I get more substance yeah. when I'm watching it than it is like, Oh, <laughs> Wanda's doing this and this cr- kooky craziness, Brady bunch shit or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, show. Um, and it's just like, I don't I mean, it's just, yeah. The shortness of those episodes is just what kills me the most. Well, it's not even the shortness uh, for me, it's it is the so we've seen premises like this before, where someone is trapped in a in a dream or a mind prison, uh, an alternate reality or something, where you know that they're not where they're supposed to be, but they don't. They have some kind of weird amnesia or amnesia or mind block. I I always think of a uh, there's an episode of the Batman the animated series where. Uh, the Riddler, it's either the Riddler or the Mad Hatter captures Batman. And in order to like, kind of take him out, basically puts him in like kind of the matrix kind of thing. He's, he's put into a world where his parents never died and he's having this happy life with his parents. And this, you know, I think he's like married to Selena Kyle and all this stuff. Like they tried to give him this happy life so that he, you know, forget about being Batman and, you know, he starts to realize things and figure stuff out. Like, like he realizes that he can't read any of the books because there's this thing about how apparently you can't read in dreams. And by the end of the episode, he gets out. And that's a nice bottle episode. And that's my problem with this show. This kind of teased out premise 
where we have to go through the motions of a sitcom every week. Nothing about that is interesting or fun. Like, these characters are not who they are. So we already know that it doesn't matter what they're going through. And instead, we have to sit through these old sitcom tropes that are, like, boring, if not aggravating, to watch. You know? The the last episode, there was the, the trope of, oh, these two people are in a scene. One of the people knows about something that they do not want the other person to know about. So we have to go through this rigmarole where they're like, oh, don't where they're trying to like keep the other person from finding out and all these goofy hijinks and ensue. And they have to say stupid shit and pretend like, Oh, I was, Oh, I was stretching. Sorry. You know, you know, (laughs) to like hide the sound. Double Um, meanings or something. Yeah. And like, and it's old and it's, and the thing is, is like, you want to reference old sitcoms okay that's kind of fun and cool but at the same time you're still making us sit through the thing that you're making fun of right you're still we still have to sit through shitty old sitcoms and then and they just keep going it's like you get a little bit of a tease of something and then they just go back to normal and the next week we're we're on to the next decade and you know it and it sucks too because i really you know i'm a fan of creative ideas like I like that they're trying something different, but it's it's for me it's a failed experiment right now. I'm I'm intrigued. They do reveal more about what is going on every week. Uh I think it's the kind of show that is made for binging, honestly. Um oh, yeah. if you could if you could sit down and watch the whole season, I think it would be a lot more joy. That, that's what's funny, is like I was telling Jennifer, you know, uh I prefer to watch series uh seasons of a show uh at one time so that i don't have to wait around for episodes or even i prefer it even better when the show's complete so i can sit down and watch the whole show if i want to and that's what i would prefer to do but this was a show where we were like you know what we want to we want to like this is the first marvel show we want to see what it's like and we want to be there to like talk about it and ironically it's kind of backfiring because this show would be a lot better because every time a s- episode ends you're like uh what the fuck, you know? <laughs> Especially as they tease more and more out. You know it's going to come to somewhere, but it's not like they're going to start. And especially the third episode, they really spend, a like I say, a lot of time comparatively. They spend like a good five or seven minutes kind of teasing out and really getting into like, oh, you know, like learning what's going on. And you know next week it's going to be fucking Family Ties week and they're going to go right back to making a goddamn sitcom for like 15 minutes. You know? So it's it's a bummer because there's a lot of good production value. I like Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Uh, they're, they're good actors. Um, but it's just... Love me some Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. I was watching Civil War the other day and... Uh... I was like, man, she when she comes out on the airport and she's wearing her outfit, I was like, damn. Yeah, they got the push up bras going on whenever she's. I don't remember, I don't remember this, but okay. Uh, all right, Wanda. I'm all about some Wanda. <laughs> you should look up. There's some gifts of her. Like, she likes to flirt and fuck around, um, like, with her actors. And there's some, like, videos and, and gifts where she's just, like, teasing, like, Audrey Plaza. Cause they had a movie I, I, I want to see where she, where Elizabeth Olsen plays a, uh, like an Instagram 
celebrity. What do they call it? A, um, oh, this is Goes West. Idris Goes West. Yeah. And Audra Plaza plays like the super fan of her who goes to try and be her friend. Um, it seems like, have you seen it? You sound, it sound like you've seen it. I started watching it. I, I just, uh, I think I quit after like 30 minutes. Like, I just didn't like the character. Like, I mean, like, I don't like, you know, just, I don't like characters that just are destroying themselves. Right. Right. And I mean, that's, that's what her character, you know, her character is like a fanatic. Yeah. And just like, starts off the, you know, you're just like, you just want them to like get help. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope in that movie, like, you know, she slowly becomes better, you know, or right. like, Maybe she establishes a friendship or something, but I just, I just couldn't get, I was just like, I'm not, I mean, I love Audrey Plaza, but cause I, I mean, anyway, um, yeah. yeah. So like, I wish the show was better. I'm, I'm looking forward to Falcon and winter soldier. I've heard rumblings that Falcon and winter soldier was supposed to come first. And that makes so much sense to me. Cause it's really surprising that they would lead with this show. Cause it's so off putting, <laughs> especially like as a, like, Compared to all of the Marvel stuff, you know, you've watched all these Marvel things and it's like, okay, come along with us on this weird dream world. Um, whereas I'm, I'm just, talking to Winter I'm Soldier just, looks more like traditional Marvel, you know, I, I just really think the, I just really think it would be a lot better as a one hour show. Like, I really think if they did, if they gave you a lot more at the end, you'd be happier with it. Like you yeah. would feel like, so like you'd feel like you, you've, uh, you've moved the story along instead of like, every week just having like that one or two minute of like yeah. this and you're like okay because like i don't even they keep showing that sword in a circle symbol yeah i'm all like i have no idea i like i don't know what this is a reference to it'd be nice if i already knew like i imagine it's some marvel thing from the comics that they're bringing into the marvel universe they also are showing yeah. making references to hydra so yeah the and, commercials make references to hydra yeah exactly um, yeah, I agree with you. Like if they had, I mean, honestly, if they just were more open about what's going on and had characters outside of that universe that they were like spending time with that were trying to like, maybe figure that that were also trying to figure out what was going on and maybe like trying to get in. And, you know, there's all kinds of theories, you know, cause Wanda has like this completely undefined set of powers, you know, in the comics, she, I mean, she, they really she's expanded broken. her powers. She yeah. could. She's just. She, she was a god, basically. Yeah, she could bend reality straight up. Like, there. I, I remember traditionally, I used to love her power set because originally her power set was like she could swap probability odds. That was like her mutant power. So, an example would be that, you know, an example I, I've seen online, which is like, okay, here's a cliff. And the odds of this cliff suddenly crumbling after millions of years is like one in 300 million. So she would, she had the ability to swap that probability, which basically was like, okay, this cliff is now collapsing and she could use that to like, you know, fight people with, you know, cause it's Marvel, they're fighting people. <laughs> so I always thought that was like a really creative, interesting idea, but I know that in more recent years, you know, she, one of the comics, she freaks out mentally like she has a mental episode and literally deletes all mutants from the, or removes all mutant powers from the world except for what like 184 or something isn't that why it's called that um after the yeah that's right that's right and it's called and it's it comes after the house of m which was this crossover or this event where 
uh, uh, Professor X's like psychosis melds with uh, Magneto to create Onslaught, who is a boss. Who is a boss in a Marvel vs. Capcom game? But yeah, so like she has ridiculous amounts of power, and you know, there's a theory that maybe she's fallen into this depressive episode after the the loss of Vision. Um, What's well, so I don't think House of M was because of that. No, no, no. Well, I th- it, I'm pretty House sure it follows directly Avengers. on. No, House the of Avengers. M and then 198, I thought. No, no, well, I'm sorry. I think it was the Avengers disassembled. Oh. So, like, the Avenger mansion blew up and killed one of the Avengers. I think it killed Hawkeye. No, I think not. Or Hawkeye was already dead. The Avengers mansion got blew up and it killed somebody. And I thought that's what threw Wanda into the House of M stuff was because House of M was all Wanda, I thought. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I'm looking I thought it was because of the Avengers. The Avengers hit episode, uh, issue like 500, and that's when they decided they were going to like cause a major catastrophe thing. Yeah, I'm reading Wikipedia. It says, in House of M number seven, the Scarlet Witch removes the powers of the overwhelming majority of the world's mutants in an event. Eventually what called caused M-Day. House of M? Uh, ba Like, I thought it was the Avengers disassembled. House of M. World. In this world, Magneto was attacked by Sentinels in Manhattan in 1979. Okay, so it's some kind of alternate universe i guess yeah uh huh given that given that the house of m reality was created by the scarlet witch and charles xavier combining their powers to give the assembled new avengers and x-men their heart's desires huh it appears that magneto's heart's desire was threefold primarily blah 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 blah. i swear onslaught comes out of this though i don't know it doesn't matter basically it's yeah this universe where she made an alternate reality with, I guess, Professor X. And then I guess she decided to remove all the mutants powers. I mean, I, yeah, I have no idea. I, I hope it goes to more interesting places. I mean, you know, I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> still excited about Falcon and winter soldier. I hope it's better. Uh, it should be more straightforward if nothing else. Um, I like Anthony Mackie. I like uh, Sebastian Bach. What's that guy's name? Sebastian Stan. But, uh, oh, that's a that's a a double double first name. Mm-hmm. SS. He's perfect for Marvel. Peter Parker, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good lord. I've talked enough. I think that's about it. <laughs> you sure you got some more on that list? I bet. What about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so I thought about this, and I wanted to I, let's work. Let's workshop this joke, okay? Okay. Because I don't know about you, but I'm like, when I come up with something funny, I like, I'll try to type it into Twitter, and I'll be like, it seems like I should tweak it a different way, like to make it a little bit more funny. Like I don't know, but like, um, so the joke is, and I wrote it down like this. I feel like this is a good joke, so I want to workshop it here. The older you get, the more MILFs end up becoming your demographic just because you're their age range. So, like, the joke was, like, 
you start out as a teenager and you're like, oh, yeah, I like watching that MILF porn. But then eventually, as you grow up, the MILF porn just ends up becoming regular porn. It's like it's your demographic porn. <laughs> you, you, in other words, you're no longer going after a cougar. You're just dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're then, just into girls your age like you're supposed to be. <laughs> and then eventually, as you get older beyond that, like, are you now like you're looking at like are you wrong for looking at like, if you're 60, are you wrong for looking at 40 year olds, you know, (laughs) and 30 year olds, you know, like, do I have to, when I get to a certain age, do I just have to branch into the GILF stuff now? (laughs) Do I have to go to GILF? Look, man, what age of the legal (laughs) naked people you're looking at is up to you. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, I was, I was, I was telling this joke to John and I was all like, that's why I like, you know, if you're a teenager now, you got to go straight to the gilf, man. You'll get that longevity out of your porn a lot more. Right. Cause you, know, just, cause you want the exotic, you know, you don't want yeah. the, you don't want the barely legal girls. You, you know, well, I mean, I'm just saying that's, like, what, that's your age range. <laughs> the gilf the porn will last you like, you got that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Years, you know, like <laughs> you're not going to hit that age until, you know. You know, you know, for another fifty years or so. So, you, if you really want to stretch out your porn fetish, you know, right. that's what you got into. You I know? love the idea of someone like trying, like deciding what their porn fetish is. It's not, you <laughs> know, <laughs> like all right, it doesn't so. just apparate out of you know whatever experiences and who they are as a person. They like you, to, you know you- what? I've got. I'm getting into gilf. I'm getting into gilf stuff. <laughs> I'm all in on the gilf. I think oh, it's yeah, really gonna. You know, it's like someone that's really pragmatic. <laughs> Is it like a stock market? Like, I think it's going to go up. I think the <laughs> I'm going long like, on guilt. <laughs> I, I think uh, like, or like, does somebody go to porn? Up is like, all right, what category is getting uploaded the most? That's what I'm investing in. Yeah, right. No, no, because then you've already missed the boat. You know, it's like it's one of the phrases I've I've, I've learned from our investing is that um, the the uh, uh, the good news is already priced in, which is to say that. You rarely like see news about a company and then can go and capitalize it. Like sometimes, I mean, obviously, sometimes if you think the good news is going to continue to be good, but you know, the idea is that you want to you want to invest before the good news pops, right? Right. Right. So, yeah, you wouldn't look for you want to look for the like the you want to look at the first you look at the popular porn vids, <laughs> and then you go and the find the ones that are like that, but just don't seem to have been discovered yet. I, I love the idea. Because I feel like you could stock market fi anything, you know. Yeah. I like the idea of like being able to like put money on the number of vids on a on a porn video. <laughs> I mean, technically, you could do that with porn stars, right? Because there are rankings on I think on Pornhub right. or whatever, and you could like so you could be like set up a group of people to bet on them, basically. <laughs> now I want to make just like a PornhubStocks.com <laughs> site. It's just, it correlates. It pulls like the data. Pornstonks.com. It's just, and it correlates that. It's like, all right, well, how how are my shares of X doing? You know, like whatever. Riley Reed, I think. Yeah, that's the one I can pull out of the top of my head. Uh, it's like but, prop yeah. bets in sports. You know, you could bet on literally just about anything you can think of in a sports, in a football game. I think this receiver is going to go over 75 yards. <laughs> I think I think she's going to put out a video. It's going to get at least ten thousand likes in the next week. I think she's going to go anal by the end of April, and then oh, you better better hope you've bought in. 
I mean, ain't no April rings. This rings <laughs> it rolls right off the tongue. Bet on it, boys. Oh my lord. Uh, do you think Chick Fil A is co- totally going in the wrong opposite direction? I guess there from uh, Pornhub to Christian restaurant. Uh, do you think- <laughs> Less than you think. Do you think Chick Fil A owners go into the store on Sundays and make a sandwich? <laughs> Like they have that special privilege. The rest of us are craving Chick-fil-A on Sunday and we're like, fuck. No, like if they were to like do a Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl party or something, do you think they would go in that morning, fire up the old uh, fryer and cook up a lot of nuggets or something? Yeah, I was thinking chicken biscuits. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they'd get in trouble either with corporate or with God. Right. <laughs> At least in their mind. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm like, you know, like, it's the hey guys, Chick-fil-A on Sundays. What, what? Oh my God, Ben, you're so great. I love you. You're, so, you know, you're the greatest owner, Chick-fil-A owner ever. <laughs> you would definitely be the, the popular person at the party. Like I can get you that Chick-fil-A, yeah. but, but it's Sunday. I, I got you. The Lord's work, you know. The Lord works in mysterious ways, you know, <laughs> being all coy about it. <laughs> the Lord giveth, and Justin giveth. I'm bringing the chicken biscuits. Uh, why is it we sleep on the side of a bed and not in the middle? Like, I think everybody does it, right? For me, it's the pillow. Uh, I don't want to sleep in between the pillow, the, the two pillows. Why you got two pillows then? It, it, you, you know what? As I was saying it, it begged the question. Maybe I should just get one long pillow. I could buy one of those or, body pillows and stretch it across the top. Well, what do you need the second pillow for? Oh well, because I, 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 I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a tosser, not in like the British right. sense, but um, you don't take the pillow with you wherever you toss. You don't just like pull no. the pillow with you. And I'm gonna blow your fucking mind and not even pretend to explain this. But uh, a few years ago, I decided to buy. Uh, foam pillows. I like. I was like, I'm gonna. I don't. I'm sick of these feathered pillows that they they get too flat too quickly. Um, so I went and bought a, a foam pillow or two foam pillows, and I enjoyed them. But they were. Um, but then I got sick and had a lot of drainage. And the do- and part of the doctors was like, when you're lying down, you want to keep your head up. So I was stacking the pillows, and I was like, oh, I kind of like this. So then I went back and I bought. Uh, 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 two more, two more foam thick, pillows. Uh, I actually bought one to try it out, thicker pillow. But then I decided that sometimes that pillow is a little too thick. So the end result is that I have a thinner foam pillow and a thicker foam pillow on my bed because sometimes, sometimes I want to put my hand under sometimes my pillow. You feel like a thick pillow. Sometimes you don't. Exactly. Sometimes I want to put my hand under the pillow. You know, like when I'm sleeping. Like fold it up, but there's not enough room for that under the thick pillow. That's too much. That's too much. That's too high. Too high. high. Exactly. The head, the neck, not, not working out. So I do that on the other, on the, on the thinner pillow. And I alternate. So that's my extremely interesting pillow story. (laughs) I I think it's, I think it's just because, you know, we want to be able to reach stuff on our nightstand or something. Maybe, you know, Hmm. Like that's why we don't sleep further away from you know. In, if yeah. it, for the single people, they, they don't sleep in the middle of a bed. Well, for sure. I also have you know. I always have a fan blowing on me, and you know, if I'm cold in the night, then I'm going to sleep away from the fan. Uh, but you know, then if I get hot, then I, you know it's time to turn to, over and toward the fan. 
Uh, and also that's I have the side where, you know, where the, where I can see the alarm clock. So if I need to like right. check that out. Well, either side can have, have the alarm clock on. I mean, like, you, well, I mean, true. It doesn't I'm just, you know, I mean, we all have preferences to sleep on our left or right side. It's interesting. Right. Like I, I, this next part is what I ask is I wonder how many relationships have ended secretly just because they didn't like the side of the bed. They slept on. <laughs> You know, I mean, like you get in a relationship, uh, it all depends probably on which way your bed faces, uh, that you'll, you'll probably sleep on the op, you know, whatever, you know, the opposite side of a wall probably or something like that. Mm. Uh, right. Cause some people have preferences as far as that's concerned. Yeah. So, um, I saw an old sketch of SNL with Bobby Moynihan and Katy Perry. Uh, in the sketch, uh, in the sketch, Katy Perry, Katy Perry's character is looking for a soulmate, and Bobby Moynihan plays the love interest. I imagined Bobby pitched this skit and just <laughs> sweating through it and doing the nervous laughter. Reminds me of Chris Farley trying to tell a story. Like he's like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, right. Uh, how about you know? <clears throat> how about uh? How about Katy Perry? Um, I got a sketch um, about uh, we do a sketch where I'm your boyfriend. <laughs> How about that? You know, like, like I wonder if that happens a lot. You know, like when uh, attractive men or women show up, like the the uh, the lesser sex uh, comedians are like, ah, this is my chance. Oh uh, yeah, I definitely think it happens. I think I think. I mean, you. I haven't watched. I haven't actually like sat through a Woody Allen movie, but I've seen enough from Woody Allen, movement, Allen movies that it's always Woody Allen. Which you know, not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what you can and can't like. Doesn't seem like an attractive fella to me, you know. <laughs> and he's always opposite some. Not always, but he's often opposite some gorgeous woman. And it's like, yeah, you wrote this movie. <laughs> you directed this movie. That's kind of the classic, that's kind of another sitcom trope of the, like, gorgeous uh, woman with the schlub husband, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Funny skit, Scarlett Johansson hosting SNL and everyone around the table are pitching ideas that have them making out with her. And Colin Jost keeps interrupting every pitch with, "Hey, that's my wife." Are they married? Because Col- yeah, they got married. Oh, Col- Colin, who? Jost. Is he? Oh, I guess he's a regular on the on the show. I do not watch Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he's a writer. Huh. He does a weekend update. Ah. Oh yeah, this guy looks familiar. He's got a good uh, kind of dry schmarminess. <laughs> in a good way i don't know what that i don't know what that is but okay i like i don't yeah i don't know i mean the, well i'll just say the attitude that you need if you host weekend update <laughs> okay all right yeah he's i love weekend update that's about the best part of snl as far as i'm concerned uh it's really funny by the way because i typed his name in and i clicked images and i would say that 90 percent of the images that come up is him with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to find yeah. a, a solo picture 
of uh, just just Colin Jost. <laughs> it's really funny too because it's like a like a, every now and then they'll just go with the jokes on that. Like, how did that happen? Like, how, you know how, what? I some of the pictures uh, are from Weekend Update, and in the corner you can tell he's saying something about Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Uh, last thing I have, I hate having realistic nightmares. I had a car, uh, uh, a dream about a car accident where I hit a parked car backing up too fast. And like, it just, it shook me, man. Like I woke up and I was like, Oh man. Like I was just all like panicky and stuff because like, it was one of those, it was one of those frantic dreams. Like, you know, like you accidentally hit the gas or something, you know, like you meant to hit the brake or something. And you, like I was, I guess I was like a ninety-year-old old person or something in this dream. I don't know, and uh, I just sped up and just went full reverse, like a U-turn, kind of like a trying and did a circle and just rear into like just hauled ass into the a car. Wow! And it was just like a nightmare scenario for me or something. It was just like oh, and I woke up and I was just like oh my god, oh my god, thank God it was a dream. It was a fucking dream. Thank God. Oh uh, yeah. One of those that you like in the dream, you're like, this just happened. What am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. You like, wake you up and you're sh- like, oh my God, it was a dream. Yes. <laughs> just that feeling of relief. You know, it's funny. Speaking of nightmares, I realized that as the the older I get, the less I have nightmares about uh, unrealistic things. So, you know, monsters. Every once in a while, I'll still have a dream where Godzilla is attacking a city I'm in. Uh, but for the most part... What, what Godzilla? You mean which one? Yeah. Uh, which well, version? It's a dream, so it's very ambiguous and, uh, okay. and vague. And well, I'm not going to... I mean, I wouldn't we be... We probably at least rule out the uh, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it is right. not the 1998 American Godzilla for... Sure. Although I say for sure, you know, that's the thing about dreams. I feel like things just shift in dreams, like almost constantly. Um, yeah. It's very, nothing is, it's not like I have a like start to finish dream about a specific Godzilla in a specific city. You know, I feel like it's like walking in and out of scenarios where Godzilla might also be attacking in the background of each scenario at some point. <laughs> Like, I, I really, man, I wish I could live long enough to see where they can pull out memories and dreams and stuff. Mm. Just to put them into a physical, like, or into a, like record them. Yeah. I, I wish I could live to see that because, yeah. I mean, that would be so good to be able to just, you know, have that clarity uh, of what you had had and like. It would be so nice. And, like, it would be even better if, like, you could pull, like, lost memories, you know, like childhood memories that you, you that are faint but have that, you know, clarity with them when they pull them out or something. Oh, that's man. Like- yeah, that's the problem is I wonder, I wonder if they would be able to get more out of your brain than you can recall. Yeah. Or is that just what you have? Like, what you can recall is that you know, as vague as it would be if they were able to pull it out. Well, if I'm not mistaken, your brain is making path, new pathways, right? Yeah. And stuff. And I'm curious, like, 
you know, this, you know, they say you use X amount of your brain. I'm curious if like, do we, do we just overwrite space? You know, are we just constantly like, I imagine like a hard drive or something, you know, it's, right. Is it, are we like, but I mean, we can remember childhood memories. Is it, do we like latch onto that and store it in a particular place? It's weird. I don't like, know, I don't man. Know how- yeah. It's a good question because like, sometimes I'll see someone who is multilingual. Like I was looking at someone's bio just yesterday and they could speak like five languages, which completely blows my mind. Um, That person must have a lot more neural pathways, right? That's a lot of information to keep up with. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand learning multiple languages. I just, I just can't, I can't fathom how to do that in my head. Like I just, to be able to hear something and know it means two different, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't to translate on the spot or I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I just can't in my head. I can't comprehend it. Even though it's, I mean, is it a form of just memorization? Yeah. Memorization is use, right? But is it, I mean, like, because people will say, like, if they don't, if they don't regularly use a language then they start to start to lose it. But in a way where like, it's kind of like riding a bike, right? If you don't ride a bike for 10 years, you get back on one and there's a little bit of a like, oh, and then you're like, oh yeah, riding a bike, you know? Well, I remember in, I don't know. I want to know if this skill exists, um, in, in Star Trek enterprise. So this is why I'm asking. They, they had a linguist, so like their communicators broke, their translators broke, mm-hmm. and they were able to hear the words and then adjust based on – and I'm curious if like that – if that skill actually exists with people where you can hear words and correlate them because they're said in a pattern or because they're said in a certain way, inflection and stuff like – and maybe with body – body uh, – uh, what the fuck? What's the word? Body, not chemistry, body language. Because of body language, when they're saying it, if they can, in, in, you know, I don't know. I'm curious if people can hear a language like uh, how there's multiple forms of Chinese, right? Right. Right. There's multiple forms of Chinese, like, like or multiple dialects. I right. Guess it's, uh, right. I wonder if they can, if they can know one and then because they know the one, if they can listen to the other forms of, of that language and be able to decipher it, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just curious if that, if that skill exists, like it's a problem solving, but linguistically, hmm. like, I wonder if that exists with people just kind of like how some people are good at like seeing numbers and stuff. Maybe some people are good at hearing language. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but if either. it ain't me, babe, <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. Uh, uh, would you rather be good at math or language? What do you mean by that? Like, would I rather be able to speak any language or do any math or yeah, or or just more basic? Like, would I rather know like three or four languages or would I rather be very 
proficient yeah, in like college I'm, level I'm, math. Look, I don't. I mean, I'm just trying to come up with. So a I'm thing just trying you to get. Well, you asked the question. Right? I want to know parameters. Well, I'm just trying to figure out at what point would you want one or the other then? How about that? At what what skill of math would you be like, okay, well, I'm uh, okay with not knowing yeah, three I, or four. I kind of overcomplicated it because the answer is pretty much always language because I'm more interested in like traveling than I am in being some math savant. Is, is there anything maybe – science or like understanding quantum like anything that you feel like would equal that language knowing additional languages i mean theoretically i guess if you knew enough about science that you could lead your field and actually create things that would better humanity um ah i don't know i mean theoretically you could also like be more like if you could start a company start a lab or something like you could, you could um, parlay that into like a very successful. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I feel like you could also out. make a lot of money though, by being someone who could speak a lot of languages. Yeah. I don't know if I'd, I mean, would you want to pursue that though? I don't know. I think it would be a great job as someone, you know, cause like it could be the kind of job where, that's your job. And so you have to do a lot of traveling. That just sounds very attractive to me. And your whole job is like just knowing what people are saying and translating it correctly. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a great job. Honestly. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I, I mean, I, I think that kind of question is always going to show what, kind of person you want to be you know mm. like oh yeah it's, it's like a whole, personality quiz it's the whole uh would you rather have invisibility or super strength or whatever you know mm -hmm. everybody says like oh if you want to visibility of flight it's always like uh oh the invisibility means you kind of like you want to know people's secrets and stuff yeah and right you're like a person and, and, and flight means that you're someone who wants to be independent you can't be you can't be boxed in it's like, okay, yeah, so I want to see women naked all the time. What the hell? I mean, can I see that guy? Leave me alone about it. What are you trying to say? Because I'll say it for you. <laughs> Either I fly above their house and look at them naked, or I walk into their house looking at them naked, okay? It's definitely flight, by the way. Hands down. Is it? Is it flight? Yeah, I am not interested. I, I just... I mean, like, aside from being a dirty perv, what do you, what is, what are you going to do with I mean, invisibility? Think about huh? Think of all the secrets you could learn. You I could, feel, so you my could, issue with you, that. You could have been in the White House the past four years. So I don't, I don't mean to be pedantic, but I think you would have to shift it to, instead of invisibility, be, to be undetectability. Because I feel like the world is filled with enough sensors at this point. <laughs> Okay, fine then. Yeah, you know, like you went to the White House, they probably got some infrared cameras. <laughs> and then you're fucked. You walk, you walk by the front door and they have one of those uh, temperature checkers for yeah. people. <laughs> have you're like, oh shit. Yeah. That's that's odd. It just read it just read a 98.6 degree temperature on and nothing. No one by. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> so yeah, like undetectability versus flight um yeah i mean that would definitely be pretty cool 
I just I worry about like I would I always know. worry about getting getting hit by a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, getting trapped or hit by something because it doesn't see you. Like, oh, I'm gonna walk into this bank and then they close the vault. And you're like, oh fuck, 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 fuck. Let me out, let me out, let me out, let me out. Ah. That would be such yeah, a weird thing really- to find because they you would die. Let's say let's say they closed the bank over the weekend and you suffocate. There was an X Men. I mean not an X Men, X Files episode of that, right? Oh, was there? Where yeah, where uh this guy made a suit. He was able to make a suit that had Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember. He ended up getting hit by a car at the beginning of the episode. Oh yeah. And they end up there was all these flies and this bad smell on the side of the road. And like people what was what was up and then uh Agent Mulder and Scully come out and they realize it's a dead body or whatever. But yeah, there was a whole episode about this. Yeah. But yeah, like you would probably forget that you're invisible mm-hmm. and try to do things that only a visible person could do. Mm-hmm. And it would fuck you over. Yeah. Yeah. And just the idea of being able to f- go up in the air and fly anywhere. And I- My thing would always be worried. I would always have to fly with a parachute. <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly worried that that power is going to end. Like, right? You don't know how it. You don't know how you got it. You don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ain't flying with a parachute, man. You are fucking brave as shit. Because you ended up getting that power instantly doesn't mean you can't lose that power instantly. Yeah, sure. Because that that was that is probably I will always cite that as like the most horrific house of M story about these, this family of flyers that were flying around Ooh. when she took away the powers Ooh. and they all just fell. Oh man. There was another story about, uh, this man and this woman who both had fire abilities and they were flying above a volcano and the man ended up losing his ability and she just had to watch him fall into the fire and just burned it because she couldn't, she could, she was only on fire. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't reach down and grab them because she would just be, she would melt, you know, she would just burn them. Right. So she couldn't, she couldn't do anything. She was just helpless. So she just had to watch her husband or whatever, just burn alive in lava. Well, that's like the awful questions that they didn't address, but were raised by the Thanos snap, you know, like a busy highway, suddenly half the drivers just, disappear in these cars you know there would be so many wrecks that day you know they really, the, I the like, pilots on a commercial airliner both get snapped yeah. you know <laughs> they will never answer any of those questions you know right that will always be something they just they'll be like one year later you know or like because you know we talk about the whole snapping snapping in to where they were mm-hmm. like it showed all those people in the gymnasium yep. spider-man or whatever just show up and it's like you just think like so people on planes just falling from the fucking sky. Right, exactly. And like you just they're never gonna talk about that. People having <laughs> sex and one of them suddenly turns the dust. <laughs> like they would definitely need to have somebody just in a quick minute go, Boy, I sure am glad Tony Stark wished everybody to be safe when they landed when they came back or something. Yeah, you know, that's the funny thing. Yeah, like the Hulk, Hulk. the Hulk did it, yeah. Uh when they brought him back, yeah. And and yet they didn't do that. They decided like, no, we want a funny gag in the Spider-Man movie. So no, they definitely came back where they were. And it's like, wow, just, just begging the questions here. 
Like imagine someone having sex with someone and then, you know, the person, you know, moves on. They have this like traumatic experience of getting over this, you know, their wife or whatever. And then a new family moves into that house and they're just like, you know, like, oh, good night, hon. Good night. Good night, sweetie. And then like naked woman appears <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> There's, there's a really, I mean, there's, I don't know, there's a whole like series of YouTube sketches that someone could make just based on oh, yeah. this idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should do that. Somebody should just make a Thanos snap returns or something channel. And it's just every week they pull, come out with another scenario based on like comments or something from the previous video yeah. or something. Let's make a easily do that. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for this episode 437 of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Uh, we were told that um, some of our listeners were curious about John and Brandon. They're okay. They're just uh, a little on hiatus. Uh, John's doing his own thing. And uh, so they kind of stepped away for a little bit. I, I don't know when they'll return, but they're okay in real life. They're all right. Nothing's. Uh, yeah, nothing their, bad their, their happened. Is good. I mean, um, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, but if you'd like to, you can uh, send us an email at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at outlandishcast. You can follow me at Matt. Follow Justin at outlandishbeats. Uh, Facebook, www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. Uh, thanks for listening to 4037. We'll catch you in 438. Bye. Bye bye. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.